Bezah Hashem, we're going in Brachas Daf Yud Beis Amit Beis, two lines down from the top of the page. The topics of discussion will have this shear on this Daf and this Amit will be Aseris Yimei Tshuva. During Aseris Yimei Tshuva, we'll learn the Gemara that the source of saying HaMelech HaKadosh, HaMelech HaMishpat, Hashem is the Melech, as opposed to HaKel HaKadosh, HaKel, or HaMelech HaYitzdok HaMishpat. That we'll see over here in this Gemara. They will also see how they, a person has to make sure he davins for a Tamud Chacham who is in a difficult state and he should bring himself to, according to one opinion of the Pashup Shad of Gemara, to become sick over the Tamud Chacham. That's, that's another point we'll see over here. And then we'll also see that a person does Naveira and he's misbayish, he's embarrassed from his actions, from his behavior. So he gets a kapara, he gets a clean slate, because the mere fact that he's embarrassed from doing the zaveira gives him an atonement, a kapara. We'll also see how they wanted to um, institute, to recite Pasha's Bolok during Kriyashma. To recite Pasha's Bolok during Kriyashma, and we of course know we don't do that. And then we'll also see that Pasha's Tzitzis has five, why, why do we say Pasha's Tzitzis in Kriyashma? And that it has five major points in Parashat Sitzis. Okay, and then there's the next Mishnah, which we'll see where we're holding with that. Zot Gemara, top of the page, Omer Rabbo, Barachinah Nasabo, Mishmei Derav, Rabbo Barachinah Nasabo, it says the name of Rav. Kol Hashanah Kula, the whole entire year, Odom Mispalel, a person Davins, Hakel, Hakodosh, Melech, Oyev, Tzedak, Omishpat, the whole year round, we say the words, Hakel, Hakodosh, we say the words, Melech, Oyev, Tzedak, O Mishpat. Chutz, Mi'asar, Yomim, Shebein, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippurim. Except for the ten days from Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Shemispalel, HaMelech, HaKadosh, VaHamelech, HaMishpat. That we dive and we say, not HaKel, HaKadosh, but this is the source that we say, HaMelech, HaKadosh. This is the source we say, HaMelech, HaMishpat. Rabbi Lazar says, even if you said Hakel Hakadosh, you still have fulfilled your obligation. So he's disagreeing. He's saying you don't have to only say Hamelech Hakadosh. You could also say Hakel Hakadosh. Where is the proof for Rabbi Lazar's opinion that you could say Hakel Hakadosh? And still fulfill your obligation on Shmona Esrei. Shenema, as the pasuk says, "Vayik b'Hashem zvogas b'Mishbat v'Hakel Hakadosh Nikdash b'Tzlaka." So he brings a pasuk over here. Emasai vayik b'Hashem zvogas. When is Hashem going to be yik b'Hashem zvogas b'Mishbat? Eilu asar yom shebe shona v'adiyam kipurim. They come Hakel Hakadosh, and you see in the pasuk it says Hakel Hakadosh. The pasuk is referring to Aseris Yimei Tshuva, the ten days from Rishonik Yom Kippur. And you see in the Pasuk, it says, HaKel HaKadosh. So Belazer wants to learn that what? That you can say HaKel HaKadosh and fulfill your obligation by Shemona Esrei. You don't have to say HaMelech HaKadosh. So my have Allah. What's the, what's the Allah? Do you say HaMelech HaKadosh? Or do you say HaKel HaKadosh? Amr Rav Yosef, HaKel HaKadosh. Rav Yosef says, you say HaKel HaKadosh. U'Melech HaYitzlok HaMishpat. And you say Melech HaYitzlok HaMishpat. That's Rav Yosef Paskins. You say Akel Kodosh and Melech Leitzdok Mishpat. However, Rabbi Omar, Rabbi says Hamelech Kodosh. Rabbi says you say Hamelech Kodosh. 
Vahamelech Hamishbad, and you say Hamelech Hamishbad. In other words, this is their Sakalacha, as we see, the Hilchasakarava, the Halacha is like Rava, that we do switch from a Kalakodish to a Melachakodish, and we do switch from Melech Oyit Stokomishva to Hamelech Hamishbad. Okay. So that was the first stage of the Gemara here in your base, Ahmad Bays, that we have the source over here for saying, Melech HaKadosh during Sesame Shuva, as well as HaMelech HaMishpat. And the reason is because the theme, the focus during this Tukufa, this time period, is that Hashem is the Melech, the Malchus. The more a person imbues in himself during this time period that Hashem is the Melech, then he, he realizes, wait, I have a responsibility. If Hashem is the Melech, which Hashem is, of course, it means I'm the subject. I'm his subject. I, I'm here to serve Hashem. So, that's why we emphasize the mel, the malchus. We're going to have another few statements that we said over from Rav Barchinuno Sava in the name of Rav. Whoever has the ability to be mevakesh to request mercy from Hakadosh Baruch Hu on his friend's situation, he's called a sinner. A person who can dive into Hashem. By the way, you see over here that this is a raya brura, is a tremendous proof. You see the power of tefillah. You say, well, well, what did I do? Why am I called a chayta, a sinner? Because you could have davened for someone else. And your davening makes a difference. You see, davening makes a difference. And if you didn't daven for that other person, when he needed your tefillahs, you were, you were stamped on you a chayta, a sinner. You did something wrong. Where do we see this? So the Pasuk says in Shmuel Aleph Perkid Bey's Pasuk Chof Gimel. Gam Anoichi Chaliluli Meichatoi La Hashem Meichadol Ispalo Baadchem Vahiresi Eschem Bederech Hatoiva Vahiyushara. So the context of the Pasuk is like this. Klal Yisrael wanted a king. They were asking for a king. The problem is they asked for a king the wrong way. They they wanted a king to be like the rest of the nations. So so we're saying over here So he's going to daven for them as well, right? That's, I believe, the context, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's daven for them So Omar Rava adds he says in Tamil Chochamhu if the person who is in need of this tefillah is a Tamil Chacham, you have to make your sick, yourself sick over the person. What does that mean? What does that mean? So some learn that it means that you have to feel his pain. Now, I saw a nice chat from Avdeslo Zetzal, and he explains what's going on over here. I have to make myself sick, or I have to, the Dimshatim. Or I have to make myself feel the pain of the other person. So he explains like this. If Ruvain is in a difficult situation and Shimon Davins for Ruvain's pain and, and Shimon Mamish, he becomes in that pain as well. He comes in that pain as well. Okay? So Hashem looks down at Shimon and says, Shimon didn't do anything wrong. Let's say Ruvain Needed to get punished. So Shimon, now, how will Shimon's pain go away? By Reuben getting better. 
So that's why Hashem's going to heal Ruvain in the merit of Shimon because Hashem doesn't want Shimon to be in pain. In pain. You hear what's going on? That's what I believe Rav Desla explains what's going on here. So in Tamil Chochem, who, the person in Tamil Chochem who's sick, Sarak she yechla atzmeyolov. My timer. Elaine Mishum Dixi because it says in the Pazak, Ve'en Chilomi Kemolai. It says here in Shmuel Aleph once again, Chof Beis Ches. And the Pazak begins, Kikshartem, Kikshartem Kul Kemolai, Ve'en Goyle Es Ozni, Bebirchos Beni Im Ben Yishai, Ve'en Chilomi Kemolai, Ve'goyle Es Ozni, so now this Pasek is talking about Sholem Melech. Sholem Melech found out some horrific news in his eyes, in his mindset. What's that? He found out that his, his dear beloved son is friendly with his enemy. Who's his enemy? Unfortunately, David, David was his enemy. Shaul thought David was his enemy. His son-in-law. So, so Shaul was upset. He was getting sick over it. That, that his son, it seems to be, is on the side of his enemy, David. Okay. So, and, and we're saying over here, he was complaining, how come no one's diving for me on, on this situation? So Gemara says, wait, wait a minute, one second. You can't bring a proof over there that if the person is a Talmud Chacham, you have to dam for his difficult state, because that perhaps was a different situation. Shaul was not just a Talmud Chacham, he was also what? He was also a melech. He was also a king. So maybe that that's not a good proof because he had to down for me because he's a king. Sigmar wants to bring another attempt. El But it brings another pasuk in Tehillim. Now this is a pasuk where David Melech is bemoaning the fact that Doyeg and Achitoifel weren't well and David davened for them and, 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 and was looking over for their good. How did they repay him? They try to kill him. Okay? So, uh, by the way, anytime a person has things difficult in life, just think of David HaMelech and, and the difficulties he had, you'll feel much better. Okay? V'ani says the Pasuk, When I heard that they were sick, I wore sackcloth. I afflicted myself with fasting. And what, how did they repay me? They come after me. But you see over here that David is teaching us that they were Tamid Chachamim. Doeg and Achid were Tamid Chachamim. They were Torah scholars. And he davened for them. And, yet, and he made himself sick over them. So you see over here, this is the proof that we're bringing down that if a person knows someone else is not well, we don't just say, okay, that's his issue in life. No. We have to daven for the person. And if we don't daven for the person, we are called a chayten. Once again, this is a beautiful, beautiful proof, a beautiful raya, the power of tefillah. The power of tefillah. You can make a difference. Whoever does a boy. Now a person doesn't have and he gets embarrassed because of it. He gets a kapara on all of his averas. Some learn the text is on the Aveir that he did. Not necessarily on all Aveirs, but the general text is on all of his Aveirs. He's forgiven for all his Aveirs. Shnema Alman Tizkir, the Pasuk says, in Yechezkel, 
Lemain tiskri vavoyisht velo yelach oid pischein pem ipnei chili misach chili masach bechavri lach lechol asher asis numa Hashem alakim. So the basic understanding that they explain is like this: If a person can bring himself to a state of embarrassment, he always feels embarrassed. How could I have transgressed the rotsin of Hashem? I, I didn't do what Hashem wanted me to do. Or I violated what Hashem said I shouldn't do. And he's embarrassed about it. So now, that busha is going to hold him back from hopefully doing it again. He doesn't want to feel embarrassed again. So that is one of the ways and the reasons as to why he gets an atonement. Because that's called shuva. He's not going to go back to his bad ways. That's one understanding of this. So we said, whoever does a dvaravera and is embarrassed about it, meichun lai kolavan so, so, so that pasuk is talking about a congregation. So the Gemara at Sibur. So the Gemara asks, "Dilma Sibur Shaini." Maybe that's not a good proof for an individual. Maybe Dilma Sibur Shaini. Elami Hachos. It brings another proof. Perhaps from another place. Now, this once again, we're focusing a lot over here today on Sukkim from Shmuel, and we have a pasuk over here as follows: Shmuel Shmuel says to Shol, and the context of this discussion is that Shol Melech was going to go out to war with the Plishtim. And he didn't know what's going to be. And he didn't have any success with the Urim Etumim, with the finding out from, from the Urim Etumim. And he, the Nevi'im weren't helping him. And he went to the Oiv, and the, 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 the sorcery, so to say, and to bring Shmuel up from the dead. And a lot of questions is, we're not learning that Navi now, that you can wait for Rabbi Luchenstein, ask him. Okay. And she uh, says over here, Shmuel says to Shol, why are you bothering me to bring you up from the dead? Now, the Gemara in Chagiga actually says that Shmuel was petrified. You know why Shmuel was petrified? Because he was concerned that he's going to have to stand in front of Hashem for another day of judgment. And this gives us, a, we should put a little pacha down our spine, a little fear, because of Shmuel and Navi, was afraid that that like, because Shaul brings it back to life, so to say, for that time period, he's going to be judged again. And how great was Shmuel Hanavi? We say every single Shabbos in the Tehillim, we say on, on Kabbalah Shabbos, that he is, he is viewed as like Maishin Aaron, like as great as Maishin Aaron. In fact, you know what he says over there? It says in the Gemara Chagig over there, he he went to go get assistance from Maishin Rabbeinu. He thought he's going to be judged again. But that's not our Gemara. Here we're focusing on the fact that Shmuel is upset, why is Shaul bringing him back? So he says, I'm very, I'm a very difficult situation, I'm very confused, and the Plishtim are fighting against me. Hashem saw me all and Hashem went away from me. And didn't answer me. He says, I tried everything. And I'm not getting any assistance to, to know what's going to be with this Muhammad, with this war. What, what did he not say? What did, Sh- did Shaul Amelf not say in his conversation with Shmuel? What did he not say? You have the next words in front of you. Shaul Amelf did not mention anything about Urmatumim. Why didn't he mention anything about Urmatumim? Because he was embarrassed. Because he killed out the Kohanim. So, 
he was he he tried to find out what's going to be with this milchama from the kahana from the from the urmetum, but it didn't help and didn't work for him. So he didn't want to mention this. He didn't want to mention this when he was repeating this with urmetum to Shmuel because he's embarrassed. Ah, so what did we bring this here for? We see that if a person is embarrassed, he's going to get a kapara. How do we know? So how do we know, how do you know he gets this kapara as a torment? How do we know that in Shemayim they forgave him? Shinemar, as the Pasuk says, Tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. What does imi mean? You will be with me where I am in Ganeden. You will be with me in a good place. So you see, that he got his kapara. Why did he get his kapara? Because he was embarrassed. I didn't know he was embarrassed because he did not want to mention the Urm Vitumim. Good. Rabbanu Amri Mihacha. Rabbanu say there's another source that we can see that a person will get his kapara if he's embarrassed. So, back to a little background with the Navi over here. And after, well, let's go stop with the after. Let's go to Dovra Melech. David Melech was tricked. Uh, excuse me, Yeshua, Yeshua, Yeshua the Navi was tricked. He was tricked by the Givainim. Okay? And they tried to show that they were good converts. But they weren't. They weren't really so honest. So he put them out as the water carriers and the woodchoppers. Now, they were sustained by the Kohanim, by Noiv Ira Kohanim. They were sustained by them. What happens if you cut off this, we'll call it the ecological system of getting rid of the Kohanim? It's now going to have another effect on who? On the Givainim. And it says that Shaul killed of the Givainim. Now, there's a question if he actually killed them or because he killed out, because he was responsible for killing out the city of the Kohanim of Noiv, then they suffered and it was like they were killed. Okay. Be it as it may, what happened was, it was necessary to give a kapar and atonement for Shaul HaMelech. How was that going to come about? Through his descendants. And the Gevoinim wanted his descendants to be killed, and they hung them, and that's what we're discussing now in the Pasuk. So Abundance say, you see over here, you get the atonement from over here, the Pasuk says in Shmuel, in, uh, let's see over here, Pasuk in, this is a Ches, in Shmuel Beis, you tell Shiva and Hashem, you should give us seven men of Shaul's descendants, Mibana from his children, who Kaanum, La Hashem, be give us Shaul, and they'll, they'll hang them in, give us Shaul, Bechir Hashem, Yoyma Melech, Ani Etain. And Bechir Hashem is referring to the Shaul who is the Bechir Hashem, the Shaul who is the choices of Hashem. Shaul or Melech, as difficult as, as difficult as it was for us to understand the relation with him and David and chasing David, nonetheless, he was the one of the greatest tzaddikim that ever lived. We see here, he is called the Bechir. And we make a bracha, Shabachar Banu. He was cho- chosen by Hashem. So, the Gemara says, Yotza Basko Amra Bechir Hashem. So you see that what? That this is the Bechir Hashem that Shoah got his kapara. Amra Vavahu ben Zutrasi, Amra Yehuda bar Zvido, Bikshu Likvoya, a new piece now. Bikshu Likvoya, Parashas Bolok, Bikriyashma. They wanted to be Kaiveya, they wanted to, Chalmer wanted to add Parashas Bolok in Kriyashma. 
Why do they want to add Parshas Bolak and Kriyashma? You say, what's the Shaykhus? What's the connection between Parshas Bolak and Kriyashma? And why did they not put it in there? Mishum because they didn't want to burden the congregation of making the davening longer. Or my time, my time, that they wanted to put it there in the first place. Because it says, It says Hashem took him out of Mitzrayim. That in the, the parish of Bullock, it talks about Hashem taking them out of Mitzrayim. So you don't have to discuss the parish of Bullock. You could say the parish of Ribis and the parish of Mishkolis and the weights. It says by them, It says Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. When it talks about Ribis and talks about the weights. It also mentions Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So that's not the reason why they wanted to mention Yitzhiyas uh, Parshas Bolak in by, by Shema. Elo baravin. The reason why they wanted to mention Parshas Bolak in Shema is Mishum Dechsev Bo Haikra because of this passage says it. Kara Shachav Kari Uchlavi Miikimenu. It talks about Shachav lying down like a lion, and then it says Miikimenu. Then it says getting up. So what do we have over here? We have a reference to Shchiva. And we have a reference to Kima, getting up, of Kumecha. So we see in this Pasuk about from the parish of Bolak that the lion is going to rest. Now, when the lion goes to rest, you know how a lion goes to sleep? With tremendous confidence. And now I never asked the lion, but let me tell you, the lion goes to sleep with tremendous confidence and, and comfort of protection. So the understanding is, is that Hashem, when we say Kriyashma, we're accepting upon ourselves that Hashem is our protection. So that's why they wanted to add this Pasuk, as Rashi explains, into Berchus Kriyashma. But, but, but we said they didn't. Why? Why didn't they? Because of Tehachaditziburu. Because it was too much of a burden if you lengthen the parasha. Uh, you lengthen the davening. Why? Because you can't, because you have a whole parasha of Bullock. So what's the next question? They say 80% of the Gemara's questions we should be asking ourselves. What's the next Gemara's question? So just say this Pasuk. Oh, good question. Just say this Pasuk, right? Don't say the whole parish of Bala. Just say this Pasuk. So that brings us to another halacha. We can't do that. So the Gemara says, Just say this Pasuk, and nothing else. So the Gemara says, Gemiri kol parasha de Pasuk moishra bein peskina. Any parsha that Moshe Rabbeinu stopped with, that's when we have, we could stop. If he didn't stop at that point, we can't stop. We can't just pick out Sukkim. There's a starting point, there's an ending point. And this is the halacha that we're learning over here and it has different ramifications. Where does the sea has ramifications? Well, we learned the halachas in the Mishmurush here about Elias. And you have to have minimum of nine psukim, and you have to have, uh, make sure that it ends with four, with three psukim at the end, right? All these halachas is based a lot of this from this din over here. So that's why you can't just add that one pasuk that shows how Hashem is protecting us and shmir over us, because then we are taking out a place that Moshe Rabbeinu did not stop from. Fine. 
Now we discuss the last topic over here, which is that of Parshat Tzitzis. Parshat Tzitzis, Now we're discussing why was the Parsh of Tzitzis, which is the third paragraph of Shema, why was it created, if you will, by Chachamim to say that's what we say in Shema? It's not an order of the Parsh in the Torah. It's three different par- paragraphs. So we know we say this every single day. Well, why, why is that? So the Gemara answered the question like this. Parashat Sitsis is so special because it has five things in it. What are the five things in Parashat Sitsis? Mitzvah Sitsis. It has the Mitzvah Sitsis. It sees Mitzrayim. It talks about us leaving Hashem to Kisar Mitzrayim. Oil Mitzvahs. It has discussion of all Mitzvahs. The, the yoke of mitzvahs, the das minim, it talks about how we have to make sure not to have the incorrect philosophical mindsets against Hashem, Chasashon. Here, we should not be thinking of doing Aveira, of, of immoral things, the hero of Adizara, and thinking of doing Adizara. Fine. So those are the five things. So, so now the Gemara wants to know, where are these five things? How do we see these five things in the Parashat Sitzis? So, Bishlomahani Tlas, Mefarshon, that makes sense, these five, rather these three. Bishlom Hanitlas, Mefarshon, Ol Mitzvis, Dirsev, Urisim Oisoi, it says the Pasuk very clearly, Urisim Oisoi was Chatem, it's called Mitzvah Hashem. Tzitzis, Dirsev, it says by Tzitzis, Vasulem Tzitzis, Ishmek Fidem Tzitzis. So that's two out of the five. It says Mitzrayim, it says, Dirsev, Asher Tzitzi, that Hashem took Zerim Mitzrayim. Ela das minim hira veira hira vadezara minolan. These other three, where do we see that it talks about them? Parshat tzitzis, detanyal, because the pasuk says achrei levavchem zuminus. When the pasuk says achrei levavchem, that refers to minus that you can't have heretical mindsets, things, thought, thoughts against Hashem. The chayin waimer says Amar novel beliboy novel said in his heart einolakim. There's no God. That's what novel said. And when did he say this? In his, in his mindset, in his thoughts. So we can't have that. That's Achrei Levavchem. Achrei Neichem. You can't go after what your eyes want to see. Zu Hiravera. You can't just be thinking about doing Avera. Shnema Avayemra Shimshin Alavi. Shimshin said to his father, Oisekachli. This lady, take from me. Kihi Yishar Beinai. Because she is good in my eyes. Atem Zaynim. The Pasuk says Atem Zaynim. This refers to Zeh Hirur Avadizara. You cannot be thinking of doing Avadizara. Vecheinu Aymer. Vahizanu Achrei Availim. They went after the Bailim. We'll stop here and pick up Mitzvah from the last Mishnah of the first parak Mitzvah tomorrow.